0: Thanks for your company this morning on SCN Tassie Breakfast, wherever you're listening to us uh, around Tasmania, Australia, or the world via the SCN app. That's the best way to get us. Of course, we're on 1629 in Hobart, 1611am SEN track in Devonport and Launceston. Get us on social media too at SCN Tassie or indeed on our open line, Texas in 0437 We're switching our focus to tennis now and joining us on the line is the tournament director, of the Hobart International, Darren Sturgis. Welcome to the show, Darren.
1: Morning, guys. How are you?
0: We're going well. Big weekend for you. you had Craig Tiley in town, of course, uh, who uh, runs the Australian Open, and we're, we're gearing up for the Hobart International. Which you know, it's only September, but it'll roll around pretty quickly from here, won't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely the end of the footy season. As we start to get into finals, we certainly certainly start to turn our attention to the summer sports, and yeah, really looking forward to another great Hobart International.
2: Now, Craig described the tournament in the Mercury over the weekend as a great platform for future stars to start their careers, including the likes of Ash Barty, Serena Williams and Naomi Osaka. Do you feel um, that that's one of the main purposes and draw cards of the tournament?
1: Yeah, I think uh, it's got a rich history coming into the 29th year next year that... uh, Got so many players that have come through that have started their career there. Even as recent as the US Open, the the women's finalist there, Arena Sabalenka, was here a couple of years back, and it's a great uh, a great preparation for the Australian Open. A lot of calm before the storm that um, the players really enjoy that that build up to the Australian Open because when they get to Melbourne, it's pretty chaotic in terms of the number of players on site, the the fight for practice courts, and they can just settle in and ease into it uh, here in Hobart. <laughs>
0: Sergio, I like asking you about a roof at the Domain. Uh, it's uh, always a thing we talk about. We've been pretty good with the weather, though, I think, the last little well, this year, wasn't it? It wasn't too bad, but uh, you're still looking at that because we know what the weather's like here in Tasmania and it can disrupt a tennis tournament. Is that still on your radar?
1: Yeah, we definitely need one at some point. Um, it just gives certainty to the to the play, um, so the fan gets a great experience knowing that tennis is going to be played on there. But it also opens up other event opportunities throughout the year as well. Um, I think there's a, there's a great opportunity up there at Domain to to capitalise on the on the views and the scenery of you know anything from uh, sort of moonlight cinemas through to Taz Symphony Orchestra to to world class tennis. I think it's a great location and it's a nice size venue there too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now tickets go on sale later this week. What do the punters have to look forward to? Is there anything new um, for this year's tournament?
1: Yes. Yeah, so we yeah go on sale at twelve noon on Wednesday and. Um, We've got the free opening weekend once again which has been really popular and we're looking forward to to ensuring that everyone can come in and see world class tennis if they want to and tickets from $25, kids going free all the way up to the finals. Um, What we are looking to do is move the the site up to the top end, um, closer to the TCA ground which is going to enable more accessibility for people to be able to come in on that same level as the Centre Court Stadium. Um, it's a beautiful spot up there with lots of trees and shade and um, we're looking forward to that space and working with uh, more locals, local food suppliers and really excited about uh, the world-class tennis and who that next champion is going to be.
0: Now what about um, the tournament itself Darren? Obviously we had COVID um, for a couple of years we didn't have it here but it came back this year. Were you ever worried that we might have seen the end of it uh, at any point, or you're always confident it would return here to Tasmania? Because I know there's a lot of competition from other places around Australia that would love to to have the hosting rights of the Hobart International. We're lucky to have it, but was there ever any point where you were concerned?
1: Um, look, we're, we've always, I, I think our biggest risk is being complacent, and uh, there's always, uh, there's always, um, Competitors out there looking for looking for these type of events. There's only so many of these WTA sanctioned events that go around Um, But it's certainly the intent of tennis Australia and also us to showcase world-class tennis all across the country and Hobart and Tasmania being one of those locations to be able to do that We obviously have the caterpillar Bernie international that follow the Australian summer as well um, which is a great event. So, what we can't do though is rest on our laurels and the expectation of the playing group um, and what the fans are looking for when they do come into to the experiences. We see it that my State Bank Arena is a brilliant facility, um, and we need to keep raising the bar. We can't rest on that, and and something to to that our team is going to work really hard to to make sure we improve that customer and fan experience, but also the playing experience as well, so that we can have the Hobart International for another another thirty years.
2: Now, Tennis Tasmania had their awards night on Saturday night with Richard Fromberg being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Who else were some of the big winners?
1: Yeah, so we had our club of the year with Sorrell Tennis Club. Uh, the coaches took it out from the Domain Tennis, Tennis Centre um, and we also had uh, Brendan, Brendan Oliver Ewan, Volunteer of the Year from the Hobart Out Tennis Club. Um, look, it was a really great night to have uh, Richard come down uh, we managed to keep it under under <laughs> under lock and key that he didn't know he was going to be inducted to the Tasmanian Tennis Hall of Fame as a as a legend he's already part of the TIS Hall of Fame um, and look he's a he's a very worthy recipient and um, I know that Ian McPherson the late Ian McPherson from Launceston, um, was a very staunch advocate for him to to be part of this um, honour so we were. We were privileged to have him there and uh, it was great for the, the audience there to hear from him.
2: Yeah, beautiful Dan. Before we let you go, is there any local names that we should be looking out for on the local tennis scene? Uh,
1: yeah, well our junior, junior winners. Um, were, were George Anderson and Arwen Cosmoparlan who um, George is uh, one of our top juniors coming through and Arwen, Arwen played in the state team the Pizzy Cup which is a high school competition um, this this edition so uh, we've got a couple coming through but I should say with the with the Hobart International too um, Lucy our top ball kid will go over to the Australian Open so she was a judge the the top ball kid of the Hobart International this year and they get the opportunity to go to the Australian Open the following year. So something that if anyone out there wants to sign up to be a ball kid, it's a great uh, great incentive to to maybe step step on court at the Australian Open.
0: Sensational stuff. A lot to look forward to in the next few months and we'd love to get you back on once uh, some players get uh, signed up for the tournament, Darren. But uh, great work and we'll talk to you soon here on ACN Tassie Breakfast. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Brent. That's Darren Sturgis, the Tournament Director of the Hobart International. Now, text in here, not even a mention for Northwest Grad's Premier League men's and women's hockey teams. First dual premiership in 30 years. BC is slipping. Well, unfortunately oh, for you, texter, whoever Jesus. you are, and didn't put a I name want to, to that of bed text. get out a bit earlier. You might want to listen to the start of the show. We mm. gave him a big pump up. So, um, unfortunately... You're wrong. <laughs>
2: I'm well, not slipping I, at all. I, I was going to say, I agree with one bit of that. You are slipping a little bit. Which bit? Don't know. <laughs> okay. Good story, Tim. We're off to a break. You're coming out to wrap up the show next, and
0: we're toasting our well, someone that's done a good job in sport over the weekend. A great job. We'll get to that next. Thanks to 911 Bottle Shop. You're listening to SEN Tassie Breakfast for Monday morning.